little nip to warm you up? Mr. Morgendorfer, I'm a teacher responsible for dozens of students on a fairly hazardous field trip. Do you think I should take a little nip? I guess not. No, I guess not! Give me that! You're listening to the Lawndale Lowdown, but we're thinking of changing the name. The Lawndale Lowdown. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of Lawndale Lowdown. I almost got that wrong because I was looking at the Skype window and for some reason the show notes say 16 because, I don't know, Google is weird. Anyway, it's episode 17 of the Lawndale Lowdown. I am Ognork, joined by Princess Pasta once again. Hello. Hello. Happy New Year, everyone. Oh yes, it's New Year. It's 2018. We, we, we were sort of aiming to get another show out by the end of 2017, but stuff just got in the way, so here we are in 2018, doing a thing. I mean, hey, you know, it worked. <laughs> we're here, we're back, and all that good stuff, so um, I see no reason not to just dive straight in, really, so here we go. I can barely hear that myself, but oh well. And here we go. We it's are. <laughs> so for this, we are talking, and I actually, I didn't realise after the fact that I didn't, I didn't mention at the end of the last show what we were do, what we were doing for this one. But I mean, we're doing the episodes in order, so I mean. Yeah, I mean, we we usually don't really stray from the format too much, so. We not not without prior notice, anyway. So it's um, season two, episode two, the Diary Hunter. And the plot has ever taken from Outpost Daria. Daria and Jane reluctantly join other students in the, in the sophomore and freshman classes on a field trip to a paintball range, where they are supposed to study firsthand the effects of warfare on human culture. Now, I copied and pasted this from the website, and it actually says paintball range, not paintball range, but given some of the lines that happen in this episode, I think paintball actually kind of fits. I was going to say, I don't see a difference. <laughs> I've, I've, th- this, incidentally, that, that is something I literally just noticed as I was reading it, so. <laughs> but anyway, the, the effects of warfare on human culture are more likely the effects of crazy teachers on students, but anywho. And vice versa. <laughs> so, and, and indeed that. So, our first immediate thing is we've got the, um, we've got the classroom with Di Martino talking about how they're going on a, a cross-disciplinary field trip. <laughs> To a paint to um, what is it? Uh, I've got now the name. Is it Jim's Jim, paintball Jim's jungle? Paintball. Is it Jung- paint Jim's paintball jungle? For some reason, I was thinking jungle Jim's paintballing thing. But... <laughs> that would have been more hilarious. The idea of of people trying to shoot each other on a jungle gym might have been more interesting. But anyway, so he's talking about this stuff um, now. For the benefit of those, I have. Uh, uh, I should point out at this stage, I actually didn't... I, I kind of did the clips for this over two episodes and didn't watch the whole thing in one go, so... Uh, I mean... <laughs> so this is going to go well. But anyway, so he's he's talking about them um, going on this field trip thing, and he... I forget... Um, uh, f- forgive me if my memory's foggy here, but he asks why they're doing it or something, and Darius yeah, says, something about, Darius says something about how no... Something like no school year is complete without shooting at your classmates or something like that. Anyway, she, um, it, it, 
DiMartino finds it funny anyway. Well, I mean, does he? <laughs> he doesn't find it that funny. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, you know, he just has that one of my favorite things here, just where he just says, your sarcasm amuses me, Daria. Yeah, and he's like, I hope it will provide you comfort. <laughs> when you're cowering in the foxhole. So he talks about uh, wanting... Um, he talks about that they're looking for... Um, they're looking for teacher volunteer, uh, student, uh, parent volunteers even, <laughs> to um, oh, yeah. <laughs> go on this. And he mentions, you know, if they're, if they're, um, you know, he says that he comes up with a line of, you know, if if they can, they can pull themselves away from their six-figure jobs as sycophants. Weird to which point, of course, um, Kevin has to point up and say, says, his dad isn't a sycophant. Oh yeah, he's like, you know, he's a contractor. <laughs> and um, D. Martino is encouraging him to. Um, and saying, you know, stay real close to me and when we're on the paintballing field. And and Kevin's just like, sure. And he just said, uh, Dion just starts laughing. Which she should already know, it's just a bad sign. It's a really good sign when a man who as we found as we found out used used to go to a military school is um in, in charge of a trip to a paintballing thing. Anyway. No, definitely not. <laughs> so anyway, um Quinn and Daria end up coming up with like this idea that you know they don't want the they don't want their parents volunteering at it and and they come up with a with a plan where Daria says you know after after this has been achieved we will continue with the was it the age old hostilities that have made peace in this area of the house impossible yeah right <laughs> and um what is it what is it later on Quinn has um Quinn has put braids in her hair and stuff like that we're using using gel because they're trying to prevent helmet hair as she calls it and all Helen has to just say is her name, and she starts cracking, basically. Yeah, she's like, There's, do you think this hairstyle means anything? Because it doesn't. <laughs> and going, okay, they're, they're going for, um, you know, they're, they're, they're looking, they're, they put me in char- charge of this. I didn't want to be under so much pressure. And Dara's, and Dara's like, you lasted a good ten seconds or something like that. <laughs> yeah, right, because I'm like, okay. Like, that didn't last long. And then as, as soon as they ask if they're looking for volunteer, volunteers, they both go, nope. <laughs> <laughs> After that happens, they're, they're all on the bus, and um, Mr. O'Neill's trying to, trying to get them to, to sing along, <laughs> which Martino quickly puts a stop to. Yeah, he's just like, none of that. <laughs> like, no, he's, like, he's, he's saying, thank you for, for continuing to show the, the students how out of touch we are. <laughs> yeah. oh. and he starts saying he's going to go through the history of tactical warfare at which point Dari and Jane are just like Jane sees a sign for the um, Great White Shark exhibit <laughs> yeah like, she's trying to persuade Dari to go and Dari's like no yeah and what does she say she's like there's plenty of uh, brain dead prehistoric creatures here <laughs> yeah yeah Dari goes it's a, stu- it's a stupid idea and we're already doing something stupid <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Jane's like but this stupid thing will be our idea what is it? They're trying to do, um, what is it? Me and Kevin and Brittany are trying to get Mac and Jody to play a game with them or something. Yeah, yeah. And Jody's like, is it Jody who says, let's do a word game? And, and Kevin's like, nah, you have to know stuff. Yeah, and he's like, why don't we play Monopoly? And he, and he says, what is it? Can I be the, uh, oh, can I be the race car? <laughs> yeah. And, and then he comes up with another one of these. Things were saying, you know, if you, if you, if was it, if you've ever, oh, if you've ever gone steady with two, two people, people at the same, same time, time. Saying, I have gone st- too steady at the pe- people at the same time, and then Brittany's looking at him and he realizes what he said, and he's like, I mean, oh no, <laughs> and then the next thing you hear is him getting beaten up off screen. Oh, poor Kevin. <laughs> they, so they turn up at the um, paintballing place to realize that, um, what is it? Um, I was, uh, um, 
Dari's parents have been, have come along as volunteers after um Oh yeah, and Neil like tells them about it. The guy the guy running it, I suppose he's probably Jim. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like like Sandy's like Oh, that's the other thing on the bus as well. The um the fashion club have a pact like not to shoot at each other. And they all say, Oh, if I if I shoot another fashion club member, I'll do this. <laughs> yeah, like some fashion thing they're gonna like wear for a week or something. <laughs> Which for some reason they come up with things and I love the fact that Tiffany's is just glasses. She's gonna wear glasses. Yeah, she's for like, a oh week. her glasses. <laughs> like she's something simple. <laughs> Guess that is terrible to them. <laughs> But when they're there, Sandy asks if there's a, um, there are ba- if there's a bathroom, and and the um, gym guy's like, oh, the- oh yeah, there are comfort stations, but they're well camouflaged. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, all right. <laughs> I've just realised as well. He he talks about the um, he mentions the Hanoi Hilton, which um, that's come up before. It has, yeah. <laughs> it was um, whatever episode has it come up? Have we done that episode before or not? Where um, da- Dari I don't says, know if oh, it's come up yet. There's one where Dari says that I can't remember. Which episode it was, but I remember Dari saying that's what they said at the Hanoi Hilton. I think that's a that's I don't think that came up yet. No, I think that's probably a later episode. I don't know. Anyway, we're sidetracked. Anyway, he says he said and he and he demonstrates that there's um, a tunnel net a tunnel network by kicking a bush aside and, and pushing Jake into it. <laughs> He's saying there's a network of tunnels and yeah, he just throws them in there. So anyway, they they get split up into the um, two teams with Daria and Jane clearly not really wanting to be involved in any of it. No, <laughs> Mister O'Neill's initially heading up the the um, is it the red team? Yeah, yeah. And they're all red, sort of yeah. he's like getting them all to hold hands and and you know say go to Brittany's like go team. He's going that's the spirit, Brittany. I'm being well. Demartini is taking it super seriously. He's going I wouldn't expect anyone. On this team, to have known, to know, to know more pain than a paper than a paper cut, and Jake's, and Jake's like, yeah, he's like, he likes like he's gonna say, what a bunch of wimps, but then like, um, Diamantino po- points the gun at him, <laughs> yeah, and he just dives, and he's going, sorry, <laughs> false alarm. <sighs> Which point, there's got Stacy and Quinn, and Stacy's like, that's your uncle, yeah. <laughs> so then we move over to the blue team where Miss Barch, who oh, Miss Barch is, um who is kind of featuring in this, like, just shoot, shoots a gun in the air and scares scares O'Neill off. Yeah. <laughs> and she's trying to come up with a plan, and then Brittany comes up with this suddenly, so, interrupts her and comes up with this, like, really detailed plan of how they can, of how they can win, and everyone just, like, s- stares at her, like, because she's, like, comes up with this really complicated tactical plan. And everyone just, look at, everyone just looks at her and just goes, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't, I think this is the first time that, like, Brittany has, like, some kind of, because there's something that comes up later <laughs> where she, like, knows about something that's, like, what? <laughs> Probably. This is the first time. This isn't, like, unusual that Brittany's actually shown some, like, intelligence over something. So it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and Miss Barch is just like, that's very good. And, um, but immediately the, the, somebody comes out after them. Mm-hmm. It's funny for some reason Miss Barch just shouts, the men are shooting! <laughs> I mean, of course she does. <laughs> of course. <sighs> Which leads to, um, Oh, because Jane's saying, "Oh, you know, I'm more of a, I'm more of a." What she says, "I'm more of a mercenary, lone wolf working alone type of thing." And Brittany's like, "Good idea." <laughs> you can come on a rescue mission. <laughs> but she ends up getting shot, and it's like, and she goes, "Those paintball thingies hurt." And and Jane's and um, Brittany's like, "You you got, you got hit. You're out of the game." And she's like, "Oh, dark damn it! Oh well." Yeah. And, she, and then just goes, "Oh well," and just walks off. <laughs> 
Like, she doesn't really care. And then next up, you've got Daria walking on her own through the woods, like, just sort of thinking to herself. Yeah, what did she say? <laughs> she's like, I've not... I've not... She's like, she's like going, it's been an hour and I hate it already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, so some, some, da- some damn hour, Grandma. She's got this monologue going on, at which point... Like, Helen then comes out and points the gun at her, and she just, right, she just puts her hands up. Yeah, she's like, you're not even trying. And, and Dara's like, I can't shoot my own mother. Not with paint, anyway. <laughs> at which point, Helen gets a phone call and runs off. And Of course. And I think Jane shoots Daria, ultimately, with the gun as she's going through. Mm-hmm. And she's obviously persuaded. She obviously persuaded Daria at some point to go to the shark. <laughs> He says, what took you? Oh, yeah, I love that. He's like, what took you so long? He's saying, I, I, ki- I killed a nearby, I killed some nearby villagers. Yeah. <laughs> and so they end up going to, off to the, they end up going to the shark. So this is, this is all over the place. So I don't know if it's out of order. But next year, Jody is with like all of the fashion club except for Sandy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just all talking amongst themselves while Jody's looking out and she's going, "Can you shut up? I think I can see somebody." I think Stacy's like, isn't that your cousin? And then, like... Quinn just immediately starts firing. <laughs> opens fire, and then Sandy fires back, and then there's the three of them all shooting at Sandy. Until she... Somehow they don't re- realise it's her until she takes her, her goggles off. <laughs> yeah, but then she, Yeah, after she, like, starts shooting at them. <laughs> and they're saying, why, why are you wearing the goggles? And she's going, those are the rules. <laughs> yes, yeah, so what does Quinn say? Some rules are meant to be broken. <laughs> and they come up with, with ways of, um... Rickon Rose said, besides, besides, you sh- you shot at us after after you were out, and that's against the rules. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, maybe uh, maybe you should make Gwyn president. Gwyn's like, I can never be president as long as you're here. And then, you know, you can see clearly they're, they're, not, they're not happy with each other at all. No, there's like an issue there, of course. I said, yeah, I mean, you know, it's been, it's been an issue before, but I feel like this is probably the most openly... Obvious it's been, probably, between them. Oh, yeah, I think from this point on is when it gets worse, I think. Yeah, I mean, you know, pre- previously it's kind of been a bit more subtle, like, trying to undercut each other, whereas this is clearly... This episode, clearly, it's a bit more... They're a bit... They're a kind of more openly hostile towards each other. Mm-hmm. And so it starts raining while Daria and Jane are on their way to see the um, great white shark thing. And they turn up to see the shark, and it turns out it's a tooth. With this crazy, yeah. with this, with this crazy woman giving them this monologue about how, uh, how she, how she took down Great White. Yeah, and Daria, what did she say? Like, it's just, just the plot to Jaws. Yeah, and she goes, "No, this is completely different." <laughs> and she's going, "They called the she They called the Great White Shark Hunter. They called me." Yeah, it's like, oh god. And so they end up leaving her while she's in the middle of a, of going on about Richard Dreyfus. Which is quite funny. Yes. <laughs> so, meanwhile, um, when it starts raining, we have a little thing. We have a couple of little scenes where um, Jake goes into a tent and finds Mr. DiMartino hiding, like taking cover in there. Mm-hmm. And she goes, he just goes, hey, it's um, raining cats and dogs out there. And he just goes, what an astute observation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and he offers him a drink because he's got a hip flask. Yeah, and he's just like, I'm a teacher in charge of so many students. And it's just like, uh... Yeah, do you think I should take a little nip? And you're going, I guess not. And he's going, no, I guess not. Give me that. And he just snatches it off him and, <laughs> and, da- and just downs the thing. Mm-hmm. I just love this thing where, uh, this little moment, Jay goes, I said, did you by any chance go to military school? He goes, how did you know that? Yeah. <sighs> I'm thinking, oh, Jake recognises the signs. 
And then you've got um, Misley and um, Helen talking about, um, you know, talking about women generally and how, you know, ages and how, you know, they're not not thought of as sex objects anymore and all this sort of thing. And then going, thank goodness. I was going, do you think, and and Helen goes, well, do you think I look 46 at 44? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so, I'm trying to remember how things go down. Well, they they all turn up at the... um, having a party or something after, like after it's all done yeah they're all at the little like hanging out there oh I also forgot the which I've well. never I've always been confused as to whether they were actually done or if they just decided like we're not doing this anymore <laughs> because if you think about it like Miss Lee and the rest of them are trapped <laughs> so like they probably just said like we're not doing this anymore <laughs> yeah there was a there was, oh, and of course there was the point before this where um where uh, Miss Barch is constantly shooting Diamante, you know, going, you know, lying, cheating, sort of people are, and ranting and um, and Mr. Diamante's thing, like going, yeah, Brittany's trying to get her to stop shooting him, and he's going, and he's going, and he's going, Madam, I'm not your ex-husband, and she's going, I know that, but he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, she ends up basically trapped with uh, Mr. O'Neill, and she starts ranting. Mm-hmm. And he's just going, oh, you know, you have every right to be angry. Yeah, and he's like, it's good to vent. <laughs> it's good to vent, and she's just, like, completely confused. <laughs> she just goes, what? Because <laughs> he's just listening and saying, it's good, it's it's good to vent, and she's just, and she's just like, confused that he's just listening to her, and, like, mm-hmm. they end up becoming a thing, which is like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the start. This is the start of that whole um, r- running story. Which is so, it's crazy because I honestly didn't know it's like I forgot that it started so early. I kind of felt like it was a later, yeah, later seasons thing. But now I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> it did start a little bit earlier than that. So meanwhile, um, I say back up where they're all just hanging out. Um, both um, I've noticed. I know both Quinn and Sandy are both saying to. Um, Tiffany, they're going, um, you know, you know, you, you know, they're like, she's really cute. They're going, oh, cuter than me, and it's just like, and Tiffany's like, no way, you're way cuter. Yeah. <laughs> and at different points, they're trying to sort of shoot each other with the gun while they're not looking, and they just end up giving up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think, yeah, because Sandy tries goes outside the building and tries to shoot um, Quinn, but um, yeah, there's like a hole in the walls, <laughs> and Tiffany gets in the way because she's talking to Quinn. Yeah, because Tiffany like it's like whispering something. Okay, oh, because Quinn says, "Where is Sandy?" And she's like, "You know, Sandy always looking for a bathroom." <laughs> that part always kills me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so this is just a thing that Sandy does. It does come up a few times, though, doesn't it? Because she's, she's like, yeah, because all episodes she's like, "Where's the bathroom? I'm looking for the bathroom." <laughs> yeah, okay. I was looking for the bathroom, and you started shooting at me. <laughs> anyway, things kind of go downhill even further because. Um, Oh, oh um, basically, Jake and DiMartino start kind of bonding over their their terrible childhoods. Yeah, they're like talking about how much they hate military school. Yeah, and DiMartino's on about how he was shipped off to the neighbors to the neighbor's house while his mother had his, had a, had dates round. I just just like cruel, unusual people. Yeah. <laughs> and sort of misly, and things sort of deteriorate with misly and um, Helen because she starts talking about how. Oh, the school, you know, it would be nicer if the students had more encouragement. And as he's, like, saying, I don't think a prison could um, 
could basically um, help with her attitude. Yeah, because she's like, oh, if the school was more encouraging, then like maybe like bright kids like Daria wouldn't have such an issue. <laughs> she's just like, oh. I just don't like. I don't think a prison could help that attitude. And she's saying, oh, you and, and was it? Helen's like, oh, you distinguish, you distinguish between prisons and schools because it sounds like you're on one like the other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she, like, goes, I don't have to listen to this. And Helen's like, no, you don't. And she just turns around and goes, by the way, you look 50. I just love Helen's face. Like, she's so mortified. <laughs> oh, she finds Jake and finds he's been drinking. He's going, go, you, you've been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I say, Dara and Jane, by this point, have obviously gone back because they've gotten bored of, um, the sun's come out and they've gotten bored of, um, the great, the lady of the Great White Shark place talking. Yeah, she's just, like, going on and on. I say, she's, I lo- just love the fact that they leave her just ranting to herself. It's just great. Mm-hmm. Just one of my favourite things where, where she's saying, Oh, I tried to tie him down, but Great White said, No, I will have none of this. <laughs> I just love the fact that she's acting like, like the shark's talking. So we have a thing where... Oh, that's it. Sandy finally finds the bathroom, and um, Quinn goes to shoot her, but they mention, Oh, the buses are leaving. <laughs> Yeah, and she's just like, all right. <laughs> but they all finally come back to the buses, and O'Neill's saying, saying, you know, is everyone accounted for? And Quinn's like, yep, that's, that's everyone, let's go. Kenny's just like, wait, oh, wait, what about the Morgandorfers? So Dara's like, oh, well, what could he do? Yeah, and like, saying, they drove here, they can get themselves back. Going, or at least they would if someone hadn't taken their distributor cap. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> so they end up um, leaving Sandy behind as well. Like she just she comes out of the bathroom just to see the buses leaving, and she sort of tries to run after them, but keeps falling over. <laughs> that part kills me every time. <laughs> yeah, they just leave her there. Basically, Quinn sees her, and they just carry on going. <laughs> and she's just going oh, no, and falls into the mud. <laughs> and meanwhile, we have um, Helen, Jake crawling through the tunnels with Helen following him. He's saying, drinking on a school trip when you're supposed to be showing you're committed. And he's going, oh, I've been committed, all right, and I haven't even had a trial. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, and, and, and Helen's just like, just wait till we get out of here, and I can reload. And Jake's saying, Helen, no, those paintball thingies hurt. <laughs> and he's just going, the horror. <laughs> I just love the fact that, as I say, that's just a constant thing throughout the episode. Though those paintball thingies hurt. <laughs> I mean, they're not lying. <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much it. That was very coherently done, I'm sure. Oh yes. I, I think we managed pretty well. Yeah, it, 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 it's an episode that has, there's a lot going on in that episode, I think. It jumps around a lot. There's a lot of sort of subplots and little things going on, like the little interactions between various pairs of characters. There's a lot going on there. And I, I hadn't watched this episode for a long time before we did this, and I'd, I'd forgotten how much I, li- I liked it, to be honest. Oh, no, this is probably one of my favorite I've watched... I've actually watched this one quite a few times. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought it was a... I say a good episode. A lot of good um, lines in it. I mean, I've said, I mean, I've said before how a lot of a few episodes we've done lately have said there's a lot of good like dialogue, but there's not that many in terms of standalone lines. There's a lot more. It's a lot more good dialogue. But I think this does have quite a few just lines in it <coughs> that come through. Yeah. So overall, I think this is um, a really good episode, and I enjoy it. And we'll probably watch it properly. <laughs> I say, I say, watch it properly in a couple of days when I'm not clipping it. Yeah. <laughs> this, is the, this is the problem, really. I probably should watch it again after I've clipped it, because when I'm clipping it, I'm not really paying attention to what's going on so much as I'm paying attention to what's being said. It's like, okay, this is being said, so this is good. Yeah, like, this would make a good 
good Speaking work. of clips, I've got a few, a, bit, a few less than usual because I was sort of, I actually sort of got about halfway through and realised I haven't actually clipped that much and then sort of went back and did a few other bits and bobs. So anyway, let's just do some of the old clips. Um, here's Martino talking um, about Darius' sarcasm. And why are we going to engage in simulated combat? Daria. Because no high school education is complete until you've chased your fellow students around the woods with toy guns. <laughs> your sarcasm amuses me, Daria. I hope it provides you comfort when you're cowering in a foxhole. <laughs> I don't know. That's just, just one of my favorite bits, that. Just love how, like, excited DiMartino is about this. Yeah, a little too excited. Um, <laughs> right. On the, on the note of him getting kind of... Um, uh, uh, of him kind of getting some sort of it's almost kind of a sinister joy he gets out of it the whole thing really on that note here's um, another his interaction with Kevin no we're gonna need parent volunteers that is if any of them can pull themselves away from their six figure jobs as sycophants yes Kevin my dad's not a sycophant Mr. D he's a contractor Kevin stay close to me when we get to the paintball range alright son sure <laughs> Just echoing. <Wow>. So sinister. <laughs> Next, we have a little bit from Dara and Quinn talking about um, their parents volunteering. Look, I know how you like to embarrass me and say we're related and stuff, but please don't tell mom and dad the school's looking for paintball volunteers, okay? But I already sent out their invitations. Ha ha! Oh dear. <laughs> I love how after that, she's like, you didn't. <laughs> Yeah, you actually didn't. Relax. And she's just like, relax. Yeah, like, really? <laughs> this, out. this is a bit of a long bit, but it just... It just, um... Just because this probably... This this is probably one of my favourite, um... Bits with Jake in the whole series. Daria, this trip could be very good for you. You'll get to know your schoolmates and your teachers. I smell letters of recommendation for college. That's funny. All I smell is 15 pounds of Magic Braids hair gel. Those letters can make the difference in getting into your first choice school. Only if you have a first choice school. Jake, tell Daria Oh my gosh, forgot to fix that loose floorboard way at the other end of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that the way he just, he's walking into the room and very quickly turns around. Yeah, he's just like, don't include me in any of this. <laughs> I think, you know, I, I, all the times he's trying to avoid getting involved, that's probably the best, I think. Him just going, oh, forgot to have fixed that loose floorboard right up at the other end of the house. <laughs> Here's um, a reminder of how out of touch the teachers are. When Johnny comes marching home again, hurrah, hurrah. When John Come on, Leside, don't be shy. Thank you, Mr. O'Neill, for your tireless dedication in reminding the students how out of touch we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, O'Neill. <laughs> He tries. What was what's the um what's the episode where was it Jane sums it up? It says he I think it's probably I think it's probably a much later episode where um what's it Jane says he mean he means well for a man who does nothing well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, here's um oh one of the three J's would take a bullet for Quinn. Quinn, don't worry about anyone hitting you because I'll protect you. Me too. I'll be your bodyguard. They'll have to kill me first. Well, Okay. I really want to take a bullet for you. Oh, if only you could. <laughs> oh, I just love Miss Bart piping in there. Yeah, like if only you could. <laughs> just the way Quint says, well, okay. Like in response right. to not really anything. Um, what is it? Next up, um, oh, it's a stupid idea. 
Come on, let's ditch paintballing and go see the great white shark. It'll be cool. No, it won't. It'll be stupid. And we're already doing something stupid. But this stupid thing will be our idea. Not interested. There are plenty of tiny brain prehistoric creatures right here. I love how she's just like, no, it won't. <laughs> like, there's just no... <laughs> It'll be cool, though. No, it, it just it is just the sort of thing that Jane would be interested in as well. Just this this random shark exhibit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a great white. That's a tooth. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember whether I did that, but anyway, it involved something involving paper cuts. I realize it's foolish of me to assume that any member of Team Blue, even those with physical pain, feels like outside of a paper cut. Yeah, what a bunch of weak. Ah! Sorry, false alarm. That's okay. <laughs> Ew, that's your uncle. <laughs> oh I just oh love that. no! <laughs> just the way he pulls the gun at him and just and he just and he just goes flying. <laughs> I know. Oh. So it's just like sorry, false alarm. What's Stacy at the end like? Ew. <laughs> Is that your uncle? Once again, Quinn, not admitting to having any immediate family. Right? Like, do they just think she lives with her aunt and uncle? <laughs> Like, why would that make sense? Yeah. Um, we've got Brittany's plan here. Since they can't see us very well because of the terrain, we can split up and they won't know where we are. Then we can attack from three sides, drive them out to the one side they think is safe, and then set an ambush there to capture them all at once. Probably be a good idea to set up a secret observation post on the high ground so we can watch them without them seeing us. What? <laughs> uh, just the way everyone looks at us, brilliant. I know, it's like, how does she, she has this whole, like, elaborate plan after, like, five minutes. <laughs> um, I've got a couple of shorter clips coming up. This is just, um, a running theme throughout the episode. Ow! Those paintball thingies hurt! Yep, that's it. <laughs> I just thought that was, um, it's just the fact that I had so many people say those paintball thingies hurt. <laughs> that's a running gag, and, um, this is a line that one of those lines that seems to, if I ever see any kind of like, Daria retrospective kind of thing, this is one of the lines that seems to that seems to pop up a lot from what I've seen. Daria, you could at least try. I can't shoot my own mother, now with paint anyway. <laughs> she gets her, she gets away with a lot, relatively speaking. To be honest, Daria, some of the stuff she says. I mean, I'm pretty sure Helen's used to it by now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, she probably just doesn't even care anymore. Yeah, she's too busy with this other stuff. Well, uh, here's um, Miss Barch having a rant about her ex-husband. Ow! Rotten oh! dirtbag liars, oh! all of you! Miss Barch, stop shooting! Those paintball thingies hurt! I trusted you, damn it! Ow! Two decades of legal slavery oh! and still Ooh! you throw it all away for a halter top and a pair of pumps! Oh! Madam! I believe you've got me confused with someone else. I'm not your ex-husband. I know that, but he's not here. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, I just love that whole thing. But she just basically lets out her frustrations on him and he just goes, Madam, I believe you've got me confused with someone else. I'm not your ex-husband. Yeah. Here's um, Jake and DiMartino being responsible. Little nip to warm you up. Mr. Morgendorfer, I'm a teacher responsible for dozens of students on a fairly hazardous field trip. Do you think I should take a little nip? I guess not. No, I guess not! Give me that! (laughs) Oh, dear. You know what? I think what I love the most about this episode is that we actually get to see, like, 
the teachers <laughs> for once. You get, to, you get to get to learn a little bit more about them and what makes them tick. A lot, apparently. <laughs> so this is um, the Great Shark Hunt, or the Great Shark Hunter. I can't read the whole thing, but anyway. Of course, the mayor claimed the chewed up bodies were the victims of a propeller, but the people knew better. Excuse me, but isn't this the plot of Jaws? No, no, this is completely different. That's when they called in the great shark hunter. That's when they called in me. I just love the. Oh, isn't this the plot of Jaws? No, no, this is completely different. Oh, just how dramatic she is the whole time. And here's one of the um, another example of um, one of Dario's parents and a teacher going um, a little bit awry. With all due respect, I can't think of a prison that could create an attitude like your daughter's, much less a school. No, I always assumed that came from interaction with her parents, or lack of it. Oh, so you draw a distinction between prisons and schools. Because from what I've heard, you run the one pretty much like the other. I don't have to listen to this! No, you don't. And by the way, you look 50! <laughs> the way she says it, then. Look how angry they are. Like this. Just, you apart. look 50. <laughs> and just, like, just the look of horror on Helen's face. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, no. Because <sighs> oh, I've just reminded one of the other things she says. Oh, you know, it's hard r raising two teenage girls alone with Jake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I've just put this one up because this is just one of my favourite things that the, um, that the woman at the Great White, White Shark Place says. I tried harpooning Great White, but the massive beast shook them off like so many toothpicks. I tried tying him down with floating barrels, but no. Great White said, I will have none of this. <laughs> just, just, just the whole like, thing. You, you just get the feeling that like nobody ever goes there. <laughs> like she's excited to have an audience. <laughs> it's just like, I tried to, it's just the whole, I tried tying him down with floating barrels and Great White said, no, I will have none of this. <laughs> the way her voice changes. Uh, anyway, is um, Miss Lee apparently getting a bit of revenge on Helen anyway? Is everyone accounted for? Yes. Okay, time to go. Wait, I don't see the Morgendorfers. Oh, well, what can you do? Besides, they drove here. They can get themselves home. That is, if someone hadn't taken their distributor cap. There's <laughs> <laughs> the fact that, that neither Quinn nor Dara are particularly bothered. <laughs> Right, they're like, let's go, please. <laughs> it's just, it's just Darius. Oh well, what can you do? <laughs> Pretty sure I'd, I've said that a lot in my time as well, without sort of realizing. Oh, Darius said that in an episode. Anyway, um, and here's just the last little bit. Drinking on a school trip when you're supposed to be showing the girls you're committed. Committed? Oh, I've been committed, all right. I never had a trial. Just wait till I have enough room to reload. No, Helen, those paintball thingies hurt. The horror. The horror. <laughs> oh, dear. No, I always wonder how long... Like, you just have to imagine how long it took them to even get out of there, let alone get home. And yeah, somehow they stayed married for a very long time. You know what I just thought about? I mean, it's too late now, but uh, there's a part in... I don't know if it's the Daria... I think it's the Daria database that has the whole thing on Jim's paintballing jungle. Like, it has the whole, like, <laughs> breakdown of it. Yeah, I think that might be... I think that's the Dario Diaries, because it sounds familiar to me. It's like, isn't like a map of the place or something. It's not a map, but it has, like, there's, like, a catalog, and then, like, they have, like, all the uh, amenities and all the different things, like, a calendar's in there, I think. So, that's, um, that brings that episode to an end. 
Um, some good quotes, good episode, and all that. Yes. And I suppose with that being out of the way, we shall move on to the last part, which is this. Next on Six Ed World. So I sort of was browsing through some stories earlier, and then I saw this one, and immediately I'm like, right, this this is it. I don't need anything else. I mean, I'm I've never seen this before, so I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I, I had I had actually seen this around before, and I thought, oh yeah, this is a thing that happened. And to be honest, this has kind of become. I don't know if this is so much a, te- a traditional six ad world thing. Well, this seems to be more the segment in general that we just basically pick some bizarre or dumb news story that's come about and just talk about it. I mean, hey, <laughs> we have to pick the most ridiculous one. <laughs> and apparently, yeah. So anyway, here we go. YouTuber saved by firefighters after cementing his own head in a microwave. Now, this is actually... Now, this is actually... I've just I've just realised, looking at the top, this actually happened a month ago, but somehow I'd only heard of it recently, so... And, you know, we haven't had an episode since this happened, so... I mean, it's still... That's still fairly recently <laughs> it's still it's still a dumb i've i've i think we've featured older stories before on this show oh yeah definitely <laughs> anyway here we go this is taken from the uk version of the huffington post so this will be fun firefighters spent an hour working to release a youtube prankster who cemented his head inside a microwave as you do Jay Swingler, 22, and a group of friends mixed seven bags of polyfiller before they poured it around his head, which was protected by a plastic bag inside the appliance. Okay, now, pour it around his head. His head was protected by a plastic bag. Now, that doesn't sound safe to me, putting a plastic bag around your head. Right, I was going to say, is he going to suffocate? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this is... This is really dumb. Anyway, their intention was to use the microwave as a mold. But you know what? With each sentence, with each sentence, this just gets worse. Yeah, it just gets even worse every time. <laughs> um, by the time the emergency services were called at one forty-nine p.m. on Wednesday to the to the garage of a house in Ford Houses, Wolverhampton, West Midlands, the group had already been trying to free him for ninety minutes. Oh my god! How did he survive with his head encased in cement and a plastic bag for ninety minutes? That's what I want to know. So who knows? Okay, so and there's just an embedded tweet from the West Midlands Fire Brigade that says, We're seriously unimpressed. Five of our firefighters were tied up for an hour this afternoon freeing a YouTube pranker whose head had been cemented inside a microwave oven. <laughs> and they even used an angry emoji and everything. That's how you know they mean business. Uh, the friends had managed to feed an air tube into the man's ha- head to help him breathe. Okay. Oh, so that's how he... Okay. At least they did that, you know. <laughs> well, you know, safety precautions and all that. Uh, Swingler, who helps run the TGF Bros channel, was identified as the YouTuber last night. A 10-minute video of the instance has so far gained 860,000 views. And I just thought I'd point out that that was a month ago. I've just clicked the link now, and as of this moment, it's it's gained just over 4.5 million views. Probably because of the, oh, God. these reports. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's kind of blown up since then. I'm surprised his head didn't. Anyway, um, <laughs> I was panicking and I was telling my friends that I was about to die, Swingler says of the incident in the video. Watch Commander Sean Dakin, officer in charge of the West Midlands Fire Service crew, responded, said, As funny as this sounds, this young man could quite easily have suffocated or been seriously injured. Yeah, I mean, doesn't look like they really thought this through at all. No. That's it. That sounds like YouTube a lot recently, but anyway, as topical as today's headlines. <laughs> he added, taking the microwave apart was tricky because a lot of it was welded. <laughs> Well, you'd, you'd, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? 
so that so the things don't kind of leak out and kill everyone. I know, it's like, of course it is. <laughs> anyway, this is, we video called our technical rescue colleagues for advice and eventually managed to get him unstuck. He was very relieved when we removed a large chunk of the polyfiller with a screwdriver, allowing him to breathe more easily, but we had to be extremely careful with the screwdriver working so closely to his head. <sighs> I would argue... Given he thought doing this was a good idea, I don't think you need to worry about damaging his head too much. I don't think there's anything in there. <laughs> if anyone ha- listens to this, happens to be a fan, and I get hate mail, mail then so be it. I doubt our, I doubt our, uh, our demographics cross. <laughs> our distinguished fan base. We love you all. We really do. Um, anyway, it took us nearly an hour to free him. All the group involved were very apologetic, but this was clearly a call-out that might have prevented us from helping someone else in genuine accidental need. The TGF Bros YouTube channel includes vid- videos with titles such as I Set Myself in Jello Overnight and Handheld Firework Shootout. I mean, those sound like very great videos. As someone who has witnessed to... As, who wants, this, is, this isn't the article. The article's finished now. This is me. <laughs> as someone who has like, been through the area and seen two kids pointing lit fireworks at each other? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for those those of you listening, you definitely have to check out the article because the pictures are hilarious. Yeah, there's, um, there's, there's plenty of photos to accompany this, and for some reason I just... The, the, just the, um... Just the, just the, um... For some reason the image of him just... Of this guy just sat behind some... Packets of cement is quite funny. It, it, it looks a bit like after the fact, where he's like, I will never do this again. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, that probably lasted all of a week. Microwave head, the world's worst superhero. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I, I worry sometimes. I, I, I just think the world's getting stupider. It, yeah. It just reminds me, I'm just immediately thinking, it's just bringing back to the episode of, you know, of, you know, of the, of, um, of them thinking, oh, this will be cool, and someone going, no, it won't. It'll be stupid. <laughs> perfect. That's a, per- that's a perfect tagline for this article. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, that's um, Microwave Guy. As always, there's a link on the website and in the show notes and all that. So, so as you say, a little worth it, worth it, worth looking at just for the pictures alone, to be honest, because uh, there's something else. Ah, what fun. And I guess that brings us to the end of our um, of our jollies for this episode. I don't even know what that means, but anyway. I mean, I feel like that's a word used more there than here. Yeah, off on your, <laughs> off on your, off, you go off on your jollies. Transatlantic stuff. Anyway, yeah, so that um, concludes this fine episode of the Lawndale Lowdown. Happy 2018, and hope you all had a good Christmas and all that. And All those things. I'm very tired, in case it wasn't obvious by the sound of my voice. <laughs> But anyway, um, as always, um, the next episode will be um, Quinn the Brain, or... Oh, yes. (laughs) Also known as How This Podcast Got Its Name. Anyway. (laughs) So you can probably be sure that the whole whole, um, quote where the Lordale Lowdown is mentioned will be included, so, you know, you can pretty much take that for granted. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's how, what is it? This is how deep. I'm just. I'm just thinking of, uh, of. This is how deep people dress. Yeah, deeply affected people. Oh God, I love that line. <laughs> so that's anyway. We're not going to talk about that now. We'll talk about that next time. Yes. On episode eighteen, when we become adults or something. I don't oh, know. Oh no, not ready for that. We're not ready to take that transition. Anyway, if you want more of this nonsense or whatever, 
Um, we have um, Twitter. If you want to follow me on my own, I am at Organawk, O-G-N-A-W-K. We have um, Lawndale Lowdown as well for the podcast. If you search Lawndale Lowdown on Facebook, you will find it there as well. Uh, the website is com with all the episodes, links to stories and um, all that sort of stuff. And all the various ways you can download. I've never said this before as well. Um, this is this is pretty much available anywhere you can usually get podcasts, iTunes. Uh, I don't. I think they call it. I, I think it's called Apple Podcasts now, though officially. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, they've changed it. I haven't. To be honest, I haven't had an iPod for a while. So. I mean, if you have iTunes, there's now just a podcast link. So, they just made it easier to find them. Yeah, and you know, if you're on. Um, there maybe consider leaving us a review if you like what we're doing or maybe i don't know if there's been any new reviews since last i looked i apologize i haven't looked it i haven't as i said i haven't so much as opened the only time i open itunes is to get the artwork properly worked out onto this podcast <laughs> yes <laughs> that's literally the only reason i still have itunes on my installed which is weird come to think of it um so yeah anyway the lowdown.com there's um let's say various ways you can get the show if you're if you've got, if you have, if you use something that has a subscription button, you know, if you click the button, then it will automatically download any new episodes that come as they're released. So you know, you won't even have, you won't have to lift a finger, except to click the button, and then that's it. It'll just whenever we get round to releasing something new, there it is, magically there for you. Technology. Technology is a wonder. Um, we have an email at lawndalelowdown at gmail dot com. The voiceover at the start was. Provided by Rob Marrera, and you can find him on Twitter at Rob Marrera V O. That's um, R O B B M O R E I R A V O, and the link will be in the show notes as well, so you can look at that. Um, anything else you can think of? I think that's uh, I think that's about it. So we'll be back. Don't know when. Hopefully, ag- again, we we do we do we do aim to do at least one of these a month, but you know it's. Um, it is what it is. Um, life gets in the way. So this is the third time of trying for this episode, just because yes. stuff's come up. I mean, so. my schedule has gotten extremely hectic this year, so <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> it's my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing from one week to the next these days either. But you know, so we are uh, we are tall. We are trying to get this up as often as we can, relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just. Um, I think that'll do it, I guess. So it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Princess Pasta. Bye. Goodbye.